Hey, I'm Cena. I'm the host of the Talk Too Much podcast. Sorry to take up about 20 seconds of your time. If you could please just hit that subscribe button, show us some love, show us some support. It goes a long way for me. Um, we're working really hard. We're trying to grow this show. So any support does not go unnoticed and it goes a long way. Let's get into the show now. As that, as that started, um, you know, and they were, they were growing and like finding success and they're ready to expand. They want to come to Nevada market oh. just through that existing relationship. It was like, Hey, do you want to basically oversee production and sales for Packwoods here? And like, here's the deal. And I was like, hell yeah. That's you know? dope. So, but it was just something like I wanted to happen yeah. and then it happened like, um, versus like, I really tried, I didn't try to like carve my yeah. way in the, the cannabis industry. No, so I just started digital marketing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, um, just stuff that we already did. Like I said, we're so Dreamer is, is the tech company. Yeah. Um, Dreamer Labs is a, a client yep. based business where um, just me and my partner, Ashish, like started bootstrapping in the beginning. We would develop stuff for other people, apps, web, whatever, and then roll that money into like building Dreamer. So, wait, wait, and we did that. Can for, I interrupt just to yeah, get this straight? So, like, you, you and your partner would go in kind of like a marketing agency in a way? In, in a, a way, way, development agency. Yeah, yeah. But same business model. Yeah. That's right. dope. That's so how like you started you, out. Yeah. So, I mean, so we, it was both. At the same, like, it's called Dreamer Labs because obviously Dreamer came first and that's that's how I know him. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Um, My bad. About these, I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it one more time. Speak like this far away. Okay. That'll just this, It only reads at the top of the mic. Okay. Go ahead. So, um, so anyway, so we, no, so we started, like, we met over the concept of Dreamer and started, you know, building on that. But, you know, if you've ever... If you want to start a technology company, what you need to know is very expensive um, to get, you know, a team of developers, like designers, like yeah. all the things that you really need to build a quality product and then market that product is very expensive. So um, what we would do is we develop apps, websites for third parties and then take those <coughs> profits and use it to just like move Dreamer along. Um, and it it didn't always start that way. There's been investments, you know, we, we've raised money, um, but we've always just kind of had the, the mentality after getting stuck um, that we would make our own money so that we wouldn't have to ever be stuck like that again, you know, so. So you kind of, but I kind of agree with what you said. The, the, that's the, the biggest scare about the tech industry is uh, for people coming up, entrepreneurs, is it's a big risk. Like you need to have a, a quality product and it's a high startup cost. In the beginning stages, was it like, how did, you, how did it feel going through that? Like through the mud kind of like saving up the money. Did you have this vision of, okay, we're going to work and save up money and then put it into the software at the beginning? Or was this a pivot? No, that so that's a that was more of um out of necessity. Like we raised a little bit of friends and family money like after we got it going. Um like it was like fully fledged idea. So like there's like designs, things like that, and then we were able to raise a little bit of friends and family money. Just happened to be a good time. I'm not talking like a ton of money, like a hundred yeah. grand. And we were able to start building <laughs> out like prototypes and like things like that to where we say, Hey, here's what the product is. And no, like I thought it was gonna take right the fuck off and be like the next Facebook in like 2016, bro. You know? Really? Uh, yeah. hundred percent. Like I've always just fully believed in, in this and that's yeah. why I'm still on it. Right. But, um, now nah, like then, then you find out, right. And you're like, okay, so you easily blow through that hundred trying to put an app on the market. I promise you that. Then you're like, if it doesn't immediately just take off, 
then it's like, okay, is it dead? Did we not mark it yeah, that's, right? That's the part. It's like it gets very weird because you you have this. Uh, it's almost like a it's like a cold start problem, but it's it's everyone has it. Like if you want to start a like a social network, it's not really no, good me. until I could actually relate to you perfectly. it has a lot of people in it, yeah. right? Like. Um, it's like the more people that watch this podcast, the more likely it gets shared and things yeah. like that. You have to, but you have to, you start at zero. Yeah. Um, and, and I think, you know, it, it relates to everything like content, all that, but you, you have to just start. Um, and so, we, but we also have been very, just very methodical too. Like we released it in like a private beta. He needed an invite code. Um, we got, you know, 2,400 people on there from 23 different countries and we really interviewed them and we were like, Hey, is this a is this product like in line with what you expected it to be? Is it something you feel is a real tool that will help you move towards your dreams? And you know, we really took that feedback to heart because the answer was no. <laughs> to be honest, like so that's why the first version of Dreamer, like we that's really crazy. we never like launched it, launched it because I mean, people don't get me wrong, people loved it. They were like, I love this community, I love what this stands for, but in terms of practical because it was just going to be a social network at first like we're talking about that was like the whole plan for it was social platform around dreams um but the reality is like the majority of those people came back and said uh we need money for our dreams like to make them happen (laughs) yeah so So you were really self-aware like you were very honest with yourself like mm -hmm. you were willing to pivot huh well it it wasn't like adapt yeah yeah i wouldn't call it a pivot yeah my bad um because we we really stayed like just true to what we're about but it was more the realization of like, we, we really intend to build like a tool, a utility that just like when it's in your hands, you feel like achieving your dream is just more probable, more practical, something you want to do. And we were able to at least be self-aware enough to be honest that we didn't have that product yet. And we need to at least figure out the roadmap of what that product was, um, which we did, you know, that's where things like crowdfunding, the peer-to-peer marketplace that we're going to build, um, those features came into play to solve that financial issue, right? So you, I actually want to get into this now. Um, if you guys both, uh, you're coming back. What's up, Daniel? Uh, a little late handshake. Um, if you guys could both introduce yourselves first and like how you guys came to be, and then after that, I'm going to ask you about your, if you don't mind, your whole game plan with, with Dreamer. No, sure. Real quick, something's bugging me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is there not a door? No. Oh, shit. I'm like looking, I'm like, oh, damn. No, no. And also, I'm going to switch this one out. Yep. It's got a little bit of a speak. (laughs) Yep. This is hilarious. I'm actually going to keep this. I'm actually going to keep this. I don't want. No, no, but go on because honestly, (laughs) Daniel speaks very highly of you. Like, he said that you actually had a a big impact on his dream as well. Chris Adams is the, like, catalyst for graffiti park nothing i have done in the last eight months would have been achieved without him and like that's for the record like on the record forever and always like chris is like oh my god he's like the older brother like the cooler older brother i always wish I okay had. like it's yeah so how did you I guys made it. i made it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're happy you're both happy right how did you guys come to like now i gotta stop with the hand gestures but how did you guys come to be like how did you meet and how did he play that role in your dream so yeah, um, it, it literally all started with Charlie Rocket's um, dream tour across America, um, and Las Vegas was like his third stop or something. And I'd gotten introduced to Charlie from my buddy Shadi Mrer, 
out in Atlanta, Georgia. And he was like, yo, this dude, he's kind of cheesy, but he's like the man. He's How like do you a, say the guy's last huh? name? Rare. <laughs> M-R-I-E-R. Like, yeah. yeah Anyways, amazing. he's got a, 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 his name is Shaddy, S-H-A-D-Y, and he's got a Shop Shaddy Shades. Um, so he's got a sunglass <laughs> company. Check them out on Instagram. That's They're a great cool. brand name. Love yeah. It. yeah. Um, but so he told me, he's like, this guy literally is like making moves. He's 2 chains manager, yada, yada, yada. He's like just dropped all this oh, weight. What? Told me, he's like, you have to check him out. So I'm like, okay. So literally, yeah. Yeah. I like followed him on Instagram and like reached out. He was like, hey, I'm looking for videographers. I was like, I got nothing to do. I was in kind of a low place in life. And so I was like, yeah, hell yeah. I like, I needed new, new environments. Right. Yeah. And so um, I came out and literally through all of this, I'm like kind of asking questions. I'm like, okay, well, who's funding this tour? And they're like, oh, well, it's sponsored by Dreamer. And I'm like, okay, like peering around, like I start to get to asking questions about what they're trying to do um, while they were here. And they were like, listen, we're trying to open up a music and video creation lab here for kids to learn graphic design. And I was like, holy shit, like that's exactly what I want to do in Graffiti Park that's sometime, dope. except do like an all ages kind of deal, you know, where everyone's invited. And so I was like, I was like, I got to find this guy. And it was on, it, I think I approached it, it was at the Las Vegas Strip. Um, it was like random acts of kindness up and down the Las best Vegas Strip. Ever. Yeah, best, best day, day ever. ever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I like walked up. I was like, hey, can I help out build this lab? And he was like, yeah, bro, come over here. And literally that first day he was like, we need art in this whole entire place. And that was literally the first time I reached out anything for um, like Graffiti Park on our Instagram, like an open call to artists. And then wow. from there, everything, like literally everything. Yeah, because you've been unloaded. going since then. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was literally August of last year. July of last year. When did you come end on my August, show? End of August, right? Um, when did you come on the end show? End of August. In, in August you came uh, on the show? No. no. End of August oh. was when it started. Yeah. I think I came on November. December, November, something like you, that. Because your business has been rolling since then, too. You have your booked up for the month of February, you said? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, six projects, yeah, upcoming and um, nothing nothing stopping us. I and have how, like How another. many between then and now? Um, I was looked at like... I, I have a Google Drive where I upload all the photos and videos, and there's currently 14 <laughs> different projects on there um, of like really large scale. That I don't really count. Like, That's just dope ones, because so. it's like I, I kind of documented the journey for you a little bit, like yeah. the two episodes. Like when I look back on it, um, I was actually going to ask. So you know, you're both in a way entrepreneurs. Well, you, for sure you are. Actually, you're big entrepreneurs. You're you know you're in the trenches day in and day out. And I want to start off with the the beginning stages. If you could. Tell me about the beginning stages of how it was for for Dreamer. Like what, like you know that one moment. Was there a light bulb realization? Like I want to do this, or how did it come into your life? Definitely, um, and I will answer that. But I do want to. Yes. Yeah. Real yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so we're we have the Dreamer Lab too now um, at another YMCA location. Um, so that's something that you know I want to partner with him long term on because it's like. That the way that that all came together, like just to give the people some context, like the Dream Machine tour is only in each city for 10 days. So it was only here in Vegas for 10 days. We had did not have the money. Right. We did not have a location. And by the time we figured that out uh, and partnered with the YMCA, we had three days. So in three days, this thing got crowdfunded, 25 grand. What? Yep. <laughs> and we literally had a team of like 10 people working around the clock to paint it's like if you walk in there bro, it's like an art gallery 
And like, that was just like in three days. murals. Yeah, so we're we're building the tables, like we're doing all these things, and like the artists are coming in at night and like painting the walls. We got a sky jack in there, like because the ceilings are like so high, and it just completely transformed the space into like something that's I don't think ever existed before. It's like this infusion of art and technology and a place for kids to create. So like videos, podcasts. There's How old are these kids? Studio. How old are these kids? Uh, the Y has it open from like ten to eighteen. And you you're teaching these kids how to do graphic design? Graphic design, That's dope. video editing. But there's cameras in there with green screens. There's a whole music studio with Dude. like Pro Tools and Ableton and like a vocal. For music booth. too? Mm-hmm. That's big. That those are the most important skills. Like those are skills I wish I learned at before before 18 so then when i turned 18 i could have used them for this earlier on yeah that's crazy this How- is, i wish this would have existed like when i was a kid that's what i'm saying like, i went to a computer lab here like for video games and stuff because they had fast internet mm-hmm. I, I guess i'm dating myself a little bit but um like like if yeah like if i had this lab when i was a kid oh man like yeah, like I'd you'd be, there be all making time. videos, like you'd be recording, like we'd be having someone else making like pictures for Kids Instagram can do this to type promote this stuff. Yeah, like if you and like three friends could go yeah. start a whole media conglomerate, I don't want, like this thing is cooler than my office. Like, yeah, this would be, work like a young sometimes. in high school, you could do this, or like yeah. middle school instead. I mean, middle school, school, really? I mean. It, Whatever. Yeah, you gotta you be. Know? But that's cool. the thing is, is like you know, kids have these dreams, and like we see a lot of the the dreams from younger kids. Like, I want to be a YouTube star. I want to be, you know, uh, a professional gamer who like streams on Twitch. All of that equipment is expensive, right? So we just wanted to give access to that to you know really anyone that could that want that has interest. So in if one of them wants to start a Twitch stream, they could do that at a, a Dreamer Lab. Not necessarily a Twitch stream, just because like we're not live streaming yeah. there. But um, yeah, like if you wanted to record content, though, yeah, one hundred percent. That's dope. That's big. That's big. That's comes. That's what I'm trying to trying to do with my. Uh, I told you off camera, like the mic movement. It's not just to make money. It's just this. I was identifying a need, and I was thinking to myself, just like you. I kind of like how you are teaching these young kids this thing because I think these are. This is the thing my sister doesn't listen to me about, and I'm telling her all she cares about is school, and that's great. But I'm telling her, like, if you knew how to video edit, you could put a camera up and tutor and then make a really dope cinematic tutoring video and put it out. And that would might change your life, you know? Mm-hmm. And no one, like, that's something I'm really trying to focus on with the mic thing I'm moving is post content, create a brand. You know what I mean? I think these are things that a lot of people are starting to ignore. Like what you're doing with Graffiti Park, like you're posting all these projects out on. You're letting the world know, letting the world know, you know what I mean? So I wanted to ask you now, if you don't mind me going to the no, beginning. No, no, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. I just, I couldn't. Yeah, like, no, 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 yeah, I like that. I appreciate that. Yeah, 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 I appreciate that. It's such a major win, and like, it's somehow cooler than the first one. Like, you got to come check it out. Mm-hmm. We're Where, is it in Vegas? Today. Yeah. I will for sure come check it out. Where, when? When? Whenever, I'll literally... whenever man. I'll go with you whenever you go. You ever have time? Come right after this. Literally going after this, yes. Where is it? I'm down. By the Meadows Heinrich Mall. Center YMCA across the street from the Meadows Mall. Yeah. Okay, I'll come by and stop by. I'll come by and stop by. Do you mind? Yeah. I was going to hit the gym after. I'm real about it. You're small already. Yeah, I am. Um, no, Shout no, out I, to the Y, too. Yeah. In case anyone sees, like, they've been such a great partner. And, like, you know, we, we wouldn't be able to do this if there was, wasn't that physical infrastructure. Do you mind if I take, con- like, if I can yeah. film? If I can take some stuff and, like, I want to create a clip tomorrow or want to oh, promote this episode. Do you mind if I create throw some footage in not there? Not at all. Please Dope. do. I get to test this bad boy out. So, yeah. All right. Um... So yeah, honestly, this venture you're telling me about though, it seems like a movement that's like 
that it's a big move, a big mm -hmm. operation. And mm -hmm. I know that to get to the point you've gotten to, and I know you still, you probably in your head that you have a long way to go. Oh, just getting started. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So, but I know to get to this point, you when you look back, you see a lot, like a lot of miles. Mm -hmm. How did you even get started? Like, just because as a beginner entrepreneur, it it's hard. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's hard, <laughs> and nobody really like people when I was first telling like my family and stuff that I wanted to go just start my own businesses like they tried to talk me out of that you know same <laughs> I, can, I can attest to that um so and and the the thing the reason for that is it's something you can't really teach you know I don't I think like a a, a degree in like entrepreneurship would be pretty worthless like it's better to just go get out in and there get yep. in the trenches um, and then mentors is really probably where I've found a lot of like learning. Like if you find like good, like knowledge and wisdom, you can, I'm looking on. for those. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I looked for a long time before. I found How'd you one. look for mentors? I'm actually trying to do that myself. I wish someone, um, just life is really just like intention. Like, yeah, <laughs> it I was like, and like just. Just seeing it out, feeling Use the it Dreamer out. app. You could, Loki. <laughs> oh, that's I think be, you could. That's a great place to find me. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, go um, So anyway, uh, this started... Let me get a drink. <laughs> this started... Um, let's see, where do I want to start this? Yeah, I'm like, where... I, I, I'm kind of curious, I guess, it's like... Because I can remember the distinct day it was I got back from, like, a, a family trip in Austin, Texas. Got back with my buddy Dan. And we're hanging out. And I was like, dude, why don't we have something like this in Vegas? Like, we were talking about the Hope Outdoor Gallery. Mm -hmm. And it literally, like, that was the day. And, like, from there, it's just kind of like there were a bunch of, like, weird small little steps and stuff. But, like, when was, like, the first idea, like, there should be something like this. Like, let me yeah. be the one to do yeah. it. Yeah. When, when was that? So, so there's really two things that kind of happened. Um, a friend of mine introduced me, this has got to be like 10, 11 years ago now, to the concept of meditation. Okay. Um, you meditate every day? Every day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's, that's a lot. Every once in a while, I'm just dead. <laughs> I'm just dead. But um, it's like, it's, it's a fundamental practice in my life for a long time now. And it's something that I would not go without. Like, okay. you know, I'll say that. Um, I'll ask you some questions on it later if you don't mind. No, for sure. Okay. So um, I was lucky enough really it really feels that that way that early on into like my meditation journey like i'm just like sitting there on my couch right <laughs> and um i actually go like you know just like really tap into like this this zone and i'm i'm sitting there and like all of a sudden like it, it's hard to put into words because i'm talking about something like an internal experience yeah. but it's like my heart just like exploded man with like color right and it was a knowing in that moment that like the potential within me was limitless. I could do anything I wanted, be anything I wanted. And like, I, I knew it, right? Then I also knew that I'm not special, that that's true for any human being, period. Like this is, this is something fundamental to the human spirit, right? Um, and that was that was cool, but it was also like, what do I do with that information? Now I feel like inadequate. Like, what is my life like? What like if I have that? If I can create anything, why am I doing this? Right? Then, um, then it was like scrolling through Facebook. I want to say like 2012 election was my moment. Where 2012 election? Yeah. So it was Obama mm -hmm. second term. Um, and I was scrolling through the Facebook feed and it literally like, I just felt awful. 
I know because because like, and it wasn't even anything directly towards me or anything like that. Just hate, but out it, there. It, it yeah, and it was like, I guess you know through the meditation and everything, I was just more in tune with my emotions and how certain things made me feel, and uh, I was like, man, I was like, what if, what if there was something where like afterwards I felt inspired to like go pursue my goals and that was like my what if this was different yeah. moment yeah and then um you know if there was just confirmation after that to where it i mean it was a couple years later i think um to where i was like all right i'm, I'm gonna do this i'm gonna build a social network and you you mentioned also that the it's not just a social network though you no. said that there's multiple no so the, but it so we did our initial version was the plan was oh, to build really? a social network yeah but we realized that it wasn't that wasn't it you know we we put users on it we had surveys and stuff 2400 like users from 23 different countries and we talked to them you know we really took the time and they were like I love this community. I love having a, a safe space to talk about my dreams, um, but without a way to like fund my dream or earn money, like it doesn't feel like a tool. Because that was the question that we asked: is like, do you feel like this would be beneficial? You know, yeah. yeah. Um, and so yeah, we we like basically pulled back and went into R and D mode, and then um, just just launched our our new platform in September. This the twenty twenty September twenty twenty. And I saw you guys. You guys are you're. So you mentioned because I when I looked through your your brand, you know, you, it seems like well branded. You said you had prior digital marketing experience. It's like every entrepreneur kind of at the beginning of their journey has to like learn the same skills. Mm -hmm. What got you into the digital marketing space, if I may? Like how what led you into that space for time? Um, being? So I wouldn't say necessarily we were in the digital marketing space, but my uh, my co-founder, whose name is Ashish Pagresha, um, superstar. He's he's our CEO. CTO and our CMO. So his marketing mind has always been there. And when we just kind of hit a phase where we really needed to kind of fund ourselves for a mm -hmm. while while we figured things out, we, we spun up a company called Dreamer Labs and we just started doing um, web development, app development, so you guys SEO marketing yeah. um, for third parties to make money. So like feed the family, like I had a kid, you know. Um, you had a kid at the time? Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was. I was Dude, looking what? back. I was pretty reckless, bro. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> good. Um, yeah, like I quit my job and really like started this all this going like right as we were having a baby. So. So you had no choice but to kind of uh, get this thing going. Yeah, but in retrospect, I probably shouldn't have done that to my wife. <laughs> She's a real one, though. Mm -hmm. So, but um, you know, that's the point. Is is like. You know, we just we just kept moving forward, and uh, the digital marketing agency kept us funded for a while. Now we're really exclusive with the clients that we take on, and it's 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 good. That's that's dope. Wow. Just because, like, what I'm no noticing, and I know you noticed this, Daniel. Like at the beginning of our journeys, like it's like when you're walking, you just get hit a lot, and I feel like you gotta like stay the course. How did it feel for you? Like you said, there were problems with like funding. You had to. F find new ways to fund to keep it going that's uh, fortunately for me a problem i still have yet to run into how did it how did you deal with that that was it there was it stressful for you at the time extremely really yeah. did your behavior yeah. change did you I, notice I'm that sure yeah i'm sure i was miserable to be around really yeah bro i mean you ever hang out with somebody who's like super stressed out that's not fun 
<laughs> sometimes no sometimes no i used to be like that too just uh i was in this i was just in the state of my life where i was kind of lost too where i was just like how do i get out of i need i know i want to be there but like i'm not the, doing the thing is and this is this is why we're creating dreamer is like you know you you go through school and you're given all these expectations about life that aren't true yeah and so then you realize okay well i need to like you know, a person like yourself with ambition, you're like, I need to carve my own lane, which is a totally, you know, practical decision given like how everything else works, right? And if you're observant, you see people are in jobs for a long time, but they're not happy, they're not successful. You know, people have gone to school for a whole lot of time, got a whole lot of debt. That doesn't mean they have a good job, right? So we're like, all right, I'm gonna do my own thing, be an entrepreneur. Problem is there's no, there's no playbook. Everything else has a playbook. Yeah. A job has a playbook, uh, you know, like that is the carving thing your own lane. There's no, there's no handbook. Yes, exactly. You have so to that's why here. it's incredibly frustrating. You have to create it up here and, and stick to it. And that's the thing I like when you're telling me your story, I can, I kind of, I'm not going to say definitely don't feel your pain. I've not been through what you've been through, but I can see how like you had to like hold this all together and keep it going even when no one else saw it <clears throat> just because. There just seems like there's a lot of moving parts. And you mentioned your, uh, the crowdfunding feature. I want to get into that, too. Like, how did you, all these features that you came up with, how did you, in a way, adapt to get here? Oh, easy. Um, Dreamer exists, and it's my, I'll call it my life's work. I'm comfortable with that. Like, Same with Talk Too Much, I feel um, Because it's, like, it's just for a purpose. We have a singular purpose. Like, for people like myself, because I've always been a big dreamer and, and been pursuing things, people like you, people like you, it doesn't have to be so hard. The problem is the the way everything is set up makes it hard. And so I think we have the opportunity to build something different, leveraging the same tools we already use, like social media, like crowdfunding, like gig marketplaces where you can work from anywhere, but like integrate it together into an ecosystem that actually helps people achieve whatever they want to achieve. So this sounds like, a, so in a way, for example, if I needed to start a business and I had a startup cost, I could use this app and crowdfund and put my dream out there and market myself and cr crowdfund and attempt to get funds myself on this mm -hmm. app. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, see, that's dope. It truly is like a testament of everything that you can accomplish either virtually or like the connections once you make some, like once you meet someone like Chris and I had kind of different dreams, but it's like, no, you could use these as catalysts to like move forward and to accomplish things. And so I think that's like the coolest part is like now it's like each story that comes out of Dreamer is always a success story because it's something that like, it's almost like this exclusive club of like, like-minded people that like, it's crazy. It's like you weed out all of the snakes in the grass and you truly get down to people that like want what's best for people and like give hands up instead of like looking for handouts is there like is know? this like an exclusive network or can can i make an account you could right now yeah. yeah i will do that after after the show and i want to actually talk about now the framework of the network and how it's de designed mm -hmm. we'll start at the beginning uh, you told me about this cool ass feature of can you explain the dream at the beginning yeah so um basically the content right now is 100 percent dreams so when you log onto the platform you're asked to declare your dream so it's like you know, whatever that is, any dream, you know, some people's dream is to find happiness. Some people's dream is to start a business. Some people's dream is to find love, you know, whatever it is. It's a, it's a moment of kind of vulnerability where you're like, 
my dream is this and like here's why or here's what i could use help with and then we have a just like a like a like a profile form to fill out with that where you could title it put a description you can tag it um with a few relevant like tags um put your location and post it and so that's kind of how um it's the first thing you have to create to like start participating in the platform can i find other dreamers via tags yes Okay, so that's the, that's a big primary. Yeah, so uh, so we the main feature in there that we have is called Dream Connect, which you'll basically Ooh, you you yeah. swipe through all these dream declarations, and so the way that like we like gamified it, right? Yeah. So you're just looking at video after video of people saying, "Hey, my dream is this," you know, and the way our algorithms work is based off of your dream and your tags and your proximity. You know, we we curate that what kind of dreams you're seeing to things that you know were correlated to you yeah. yeah then but we also have filters in there where you can set it to be whatever you want like you can go put the music like uh music in the interest field and then just see all dreams that are like and music tag, it doesn't have to be just music. who's close to me yeah exactly that's really cool exactly. yeah and so, then so there's there's a couple filter options there's distance so you could be like like all the way left it's like a sliding bar <laughs> Um, would be near me, so it would show you dreamers like in Vegas, and then if you go all the way to the right, it's worldwide, so you connect anywhere. That is dope. That's the part that like how how did you even did you come up with this concept? How who came up with the concepts for this? That's the part I'm curious. Man, it's it's been so long and it's it's so collaborative that like I would be hesitant to even take any credit for anything at this point. But it's like you know. You just you're thinking through these things from the perspective of like how do I make it easier to follow a dream, right? So if we decided that the first thing you really need, like the biggest resource for any dreamer, is a community that's aware of what they're doing and can offer support and help, right? How do you facilitate that? So show the dreams, like that's how we came up with Dream Connect. I think Tinder was hot at the time. That's where we got the swiping feature. Um, but it's we don't do left or right if you just it's just left every time so we remove rejection from the experience how, oh how do you like match with a dream in a way you tap something or something like that so i like that this though. was the second piece you're following me so um there's there's no vanity metrics so we don't show followers there's Likes. no like button there's no comment button Ooh. if you like a dream the only thing you can do is send a connection request and that comes with a message that's dope. And then when that it gets accepted, it kicks you both right into the messenger. That is so dope. So it's it's really um, we've found that that has has caused just much more genuine connections to occur on the network where people feel like they're meeting people that are like long lost friends and mm -hmm. like they're they're really connecting because they're it's like you know if you were to walk up to someone on the street and be like hey what's your dream and they told you and you're like oh well this is my dream and like it. It was relevant to. It was a natural other. conversation. Yeah. Like yeah, that's yeah. your new it's, it's normal, homie, right? Yeah, like, it's normal. And so that's the kind of connections that are happening, um, because we are really uh, we want those relationships to develop. So we drive that interaction to the chat. So when you talk about the the framework of the app, the way you described it just now, is there a feature because there's no vanity metrics? Is there a, a feature where? How, Twitter, for example, can I tweet? Is there like, can I voice my dreams like via text or do I only have that one entry level uh, video? Do you know what I'm saying? So we, we did introduce text dreams, but it's still a dream declaration. Um, what we're building out right now is like the full uh, social media platform. The way we launched it, we basically took that core feature, Dream Connect, and made it the whole thing. 
So um, there's like three things that we included in the launch version. So there's Dream Connect, so you could start building your network, building that community. Um, we did our Messenger, which is end-to-end -end encrypted. We're taking a real stance on user privacy, things like that. And then we have our reward system in there where you're earning points for you know taking actions on the app mm -hmm. and getting rewards so um next is coming we're basically still still going heavy on um like that story format right so you'll be able to yeah. update your dream um and then oh, wow then that next update will basically attach to your original dream post so you have like this chronological a documentation dream which is super cool like my dream yeah. is literally still like i have this dream for graffiti park and i made it i think literally the first week charlie was there so and like, it's progressed. I, I have hella short hair yeah i like yeah. I, and so i don't want to change it yet because i'm like i'm waiting for the update yeah. here but i think that's the coolest thing too is like then ultimately it'll be like probably another page or something where it shows like dreamer success stories where people are like no these are the connections that i made and like the cool outtake of that is everything is going to be like this whole heartsome like holy shit that's so cool and everything is built on these just amazing like connections that you have in between other people so this is a very very genuine social network like there's you know like i was what i'm trying to what i'm thinking of is and i'm sorry to allude to this just Every social media app has these fucks, you know, <laughs> they just do. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do if, you know, you were talking about how when you read that Facebook post, what if there's, you know, some dude, you know, that's on that wave? How does the app uh, control that? Um, so I'll tell you, because this, this, this is something we've literally been thinking about since day one. Because if, you, if you're going to approach people and say, hey, this is a safe space for you to declare your dream. And sometimes at the moment where someone's declaring their dream, man, it's really vulnerable. Like, yeah. um, I'll use uh, my partner and just, like, really good friend Charlie as an example. Because, um, like, you know, his story is pretty well known. Um, but at the height of his uh, music career, he's managing 2 chains. Um, you know, massive success. He was uh, overweight, had a brain tumor, and he was miserable. And he's basically looking death, like, in the face. And at that moment, he decided he was going to pursue his childhood dream of becoming a professional athlete. And that decision to, to walk away from everything he had built and go after something that, you know, if you had looked at him at the time, like, people would be like, yeah, okay, that, makes, yeah. that doesn't really make yeah. any sense, right? So, but he he had the mental fortitude to like he just knew that that's what he had to do and um that's a it's a very that's a sacred thing what do you mean by opinion. that yeah, it's it, like you have to protect that moment you can't ask someone to be vulnerable like that um if they otherwise wouldn't have been which is the case with dreamer right and then not provide the environment where it doesn't get criticized or doesn't get put down or doesn't get told that they're wasting their time right so dreamer is a it's a it's a positivity like only social platform so um we have we have a feature called reported nightmare <laughs> where That's if you, you come across any trolls like the community is really good about just reporting it and we either like suspend people or ban people no joke and that's on is that do you like oversee that stuff do you ever does those insights come back to you ever um, I mean, we haven't had a situation yet where it's needed to come to me, um, but it's it's pretty like 
laid out, you know, we're, uh, we're publishing community guidelines and things that make it real clear what happened. Cause it's just, here's the thing. Like there's other places for that. Yeah. No, where, facts. You can go, where you can go put people down. This is not about, and I'm not saying it's all sunshine and rainbows, but it's like, cause you know, on your dream path, your dreams, you go through shit, you know, sometimes it's not, it's not all happy, but yeah. that doesn't mean you, you like take that out on other people. Facts. Yeah. And I was going to ask, like, just as you're talking, like, it seems like when you have an idea, boom, let's do it. Let's try and how does that happen? Like, how, do you have a team that we execute on these things on? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a big team now that um, creates the software and stuff. Uh huh. We've got a development team is uh, over in India. My partner, Ashish, oversees that. Um, we're able to land amazing talent over there because of his reputation. And we've got a team here, like, spread out across the U.S. Um, some of us are here in Vegas. like, But we were distributed um, before COVID, really, just because that's, like, I believe in decentralization. So it's ne proximity's never been um, a decision factor of whether I'd hire somebody. Can you, can you go more? What do you mean by that you believe in decentralization? I believe in decentralization. So, um, like, Bitcoin yeah. is uh, probably your best example right now of something that's decentralized. And all that really means is that like no one hub Controls has like it. all the power, right? Or like it's like, you know, in the example of people is we're not all in the same place. It's not a requirement for us to function. Do you think, and I, I just want to ask you this question because you mentioned you mentioned decentralization. <laughs> Do you think that, and I'm, I'm kind of with you on that wave, that Bitcoin would ever be the current, the global currency, like something that, you know what I mean? Because right now all our transactions are denominated in dollars. Do you think that Bitcoin could ever supplement that? <clears throat> like flip the dollar? Be um, the main form of currency. I don't know. Uh, it's it could it's in the best position to but a lot of people really see its use case right now as a store of value so a lot of people don't want to spend their bitcoin because they think it's going to go up yeah, yeah. probably right yeah so um oh I for see. that reason i don't know if it would become like the currency but it'll be like minimum i think the gold okay that's what i was thinking too and you also mentioned off camera that you are getting into crypto and, and blockchain with dreamer if you could mm -hmm. if you don't mind going into that um so this no not at all thank you for asking yeah <laughs> gotcha. um, so uh this this stems from the belief in decentralization um when you look at the problems that kind of plague the social media landscape right now um you have some crazy shit happening facts no yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um you know we have uh you know Regardless of political belief, right, we had the, the president of the United States basically got deplatformed the last couple of weeks of yeah. his presidency. Now, again, I don't want to talk politics. No, you all. could. This is we've I, talked I, politics on this show. I before. don't I mean, yeah. it's, it's like I'm not like I don't play the, the yeah, politics facts. game. I know so what you mean. like but censorship like that on that level is a really slippery slope. Right. And I say that even though um, I say Dreamer is not like a free speech type of place like you can't just come hate on people like there there is a it's not a public form yeah it, it's like it's not somewhere where you can just go say anything and not have it's a tool right exactly yeah. it's a tool and it's a tool with a purpose and that's Facts. why it's positive so um i think every business right now after the things that have been happening um 
publicly, globally, last 2021, is you got to look at decentralization as a way of keeping your business going no matter what. Um, and the reason I say that is because if they can do that to the president of the United States, like, what's to stop, um, you know, a big internet company from deciding they don't want to host us anymore? Right? What's to decide, like... Um, you know, like if all the cloud hosting companies decided to shut you out, like you wouldn't have an app to run. Um, decentralization solves that by basically like Bitcoin having your code being prop like run on many, many, many servers to where even if a group of them goes down, like the rest of them pick up the slack. So you look at um, there's infrastructure being built out for this entire thing right now. That's what the whole blockchain industry is doing is creating a decentralized web, creating distributed file storage to like have those type of capabilities um, because that's honestly the infrastructure that people deserve. It can't like the, the big and again, I'm not trying to get into politics either, but the big thing about blockchain is no transaction can be tra uh, traced on it, right? No, it's the opposite. Oh, it's all traced? It's the opposite, yeah. It's all stored? Yeah, Bitcoin. Like, the thing is, is, is it's, like, pseudonymous or, like, anonymous in a sense to where, you know, I don't know who owns that Bitcoin wallet. Right? Oh, yeah, all yeah. All I yeah. have is the number. Yeah. But because it's on blockchain and, and just the way blockchain works is the, the next block that gets verified has to agree with all the previous transactions on uh, the chain. Yeah. So you can literally trace... Like every, you could trace Part coins of origins and like see where those transfers happened oh. and like who did what. So if anything, it's more transparent, but it doesn't have the identification, like, government regulatory That's bodies what I was to about, where yeah. like you know who is doing what. So we can't place sanctions on other countries. What I was getting at, like, because because of by the blockchain technology, you could try, but because it would literally just be words. You can't shut Bitcoin down. It's too big. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure at this point, too. Yeah. Especially said, there was a recent report that came out that said if China wanted to censor Bitcoin, it would cost them something like $4 billion a year or something like that. And I think that's underestimating it. Yeah. Do you think they can even do that if they attempted to? The hell no. Really? I don't know. I, I think they, if, if they could tell you were using it, I think they would. That, that's what they would need to build is like the ability to tell if people were using Bitcoin. Bitcoin. That would that would be crazy. That would be that would kind of counteract the blockchain technology, no? Or not counteract I mean, it. Isn't that the point is like yeah. that, that would be such an extreme effort yeah. to try to censor something that's innovative. So I don't think it would happen. But um the idea like so like uh I think Pakistan uh banned Bitcoin. Bitcoin adoption increased. Really? Why? Do you do you know why? Because it's it's like um, it's like once you tell someone you can't have something there. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, yeah. There's like a, there's like a human psychology <laughs> to it, and then there's also like it's just a peer to peer thing. So it's like saying, hey, like you know, you can't do podcasts anymore. Oh but no, then, I'm gonna then do it's that. like us sitting here doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's the same thing to where like I can still cash in my bitcoins if you're buying them, and if you got somewhere to sell them, then we could still transact. So, you know. The idea of having a like a people's network that couldn't just be shut down, like it wasn't reliant on a party to function, I think that's a great end goal. Is 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 the Facebook's or any other major platforms not like that right now? Right? They, no. I know they're big corporations, but they do rely on something. 
a hosting platform? Um, no, because you can build no, your no. own infrastructure. Okay. That's one option. Extremely expensive, I think. But I think Facebook has their own server farms. And oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they yeah. do. I was going to ask you about, you uh, mentioned the crypto. You have a coin coming itself. Yeah, so so we have the, it's not a coin, but oh, we'll no. call it the, the Dreamer platform okay. token is what it is. Yeah, um, right. I'm very excited. We'll be announcing that here in a couple of weeks. Um, Oops, sorry, some, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, sorry. no, you're good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, not, it's not a secret, but there's no, like, if you go on our website at this moment, there's, there's not, nothing like, about it yet. a white paper or anything. Else. But we have all that ready. We're just kind of waiting on a few approvals. Um, I'm very excited about that. But what we, the reason we created a token um, is, number one, we're going to reward our users with it as they're progressing that's on their dope. dreams so like, <laughs> that's so dope as you're networking as you're you know uh helping other people like you're earning tokens for doing things like that and then um the it's actually going to serve as like two functions the first one and the most important one is uh it's going to be a form of platform governance so we have a, a technology roadmap we've got a current privacy policy terms of service you know that outlines how we you know, treat user data, things like that. Once we launch the token and launch our voting platform, basically any changes we want to make to that stuff are going to be proposed to the community. And so that's what I mean when I say like a, a platform for the people is eventually, you know, right now it's it'll still be centralized in the beginning in the sense that like we'll have a lot of tokens. So obviously we'll control the votes. We're not, you know, decentralized from a technology like we use Amazon, you know, like, um, but we we have a plan to get there and the users are going to have a say in that that entire plan and, and what we do with it that that's crazy too and it's crazy how every every time kind of like what i was saying how i'm trying to add a brick on top of everything it seems like you you guys are just really good at adding a brick and just relating it like correlating mm -hmm. it when you guys come up with ideas is it like it's a collaborative effort mm -hmm. it's like you have a whole so you have a whole team like conference like stuff like that i mean in the beginning it was just like me and my boy yeah know? that's what i'm saying <laughs> um and then how did you meet uh hashish online online yeah wait how, uh, like how online like so the the biggest testament to dreamer is he's never <gasps> met his this is the thing you told yeah. me oh you've never met your oh wow that is crazy can you please tell that story um yeah so we like I had got Dreamer to the point where it was like I could hand you uh, a packet and you could like understand what it is, right? And I'm not a developer. Uh, I'm a designer. So um, once we got there, like I just started like posting about it online and uh, Ashish was one of the first people to reach out to me and he was like, we got on Skype <laughs> and he was just like, yo, this is, this is brilliant. This is something that I actually wanted to do, but I started an app development company instead a couple of years what? ago That's <laughs> when he finished his MBA. Yeah. So um, I was like, well, that's wild. <laughs> um, you know, we just, so we just started working together and like now he's, that's my best friend. You know? And you've never met him in person? Never been in the same room. Mm. That's the, probably one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard. That's dope. That's, and we've built a, you know, a big company together. That's yeah. that's insane. Can I ask you, when, when, how long ago did you meet him? Um, this, this had to be 2015. It's been that's five, six years, bro. I, that's the most unbelievable story. I can't even believe that. Just because, <laughs> like, going through my experiences, you meet people, you're like, it's hard to start a business with someone you're close, like, you, you're you one of your closest friends, your mm -hmm. roommates. Like, mm -hmm. it's so hard to start a business just because uh, you guys started off with that personal relationship. So the, those are the expectations is a personal gratification, stuff like that. But in business, it's all value in business. 
Well, it was passion driven. So yeah. it was like when you have the same passion, when like the, the why that's, is that there, te- That's a testament to that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you figure out everything else. Like you figure out language You've never met him? Yeah. Out, yeah, whatever. And trust me, there was plenty of times where it would have been understandable for either of us to be like, hey, man, I'm, like, I'm done with this. That's but what I'm saying. It was like, we just, we care about the same things. So it was like, how do we, wasn't it, that was just never the conversation. It was always just, how do we, that's how a do winning, we forward? That's a winning mentality. Yeah. You just always adapted. And that was never an option was to turn back. I, I'm just not a quitter. Facts. If no. it's something I really want to do, you know? So, no, facts. And, and I think, I think you could probably be successful in like most things if you just don't give up. I kind of agree with that. I think you said something earlier on that I came to the conclusion. It, I went through an ego death or later last year because of what you said when I when I realized, hold on, everybody has their own story, but no one, no one's special. Like we're literally all the same. We were just created the same, you know. And that's when I realized, like, uh, it's really about about the perseverance. It's about the work. That's the only thing that will separate, you know, me from other people in my niche or stuff stuff like that, you know. Um, personally, uh, do you have, guys have anything else you want to say? right now daniel i was gonna do i actually really appreciate you uh coming on your story is actually super fucking unique to be honest just because what i took away from this is number one that's crazy it's just crazy how because there's certain like uh, elements of a relationship that you need in person like mm-hmm. it's crazy like that you went through a whole business venture the punches that hit you guys uh and the, what you said earlier the stress of the funding and the, your rock with someone you you've never been in the same room with. That's mm-hmm. that's what you said. It's a testament to winners, two winners with that same mentality and, and same passion. Make you know? it happen. Yeah. yeah. And then and and well, uh, man, I appreciate him so much because he he really became this like gold standard of like, you know, if you if you're not like down with this and me like Ashishas, then we can't work together. You know, and like, so no half-ass energy. No, no it has to be hundred percent. And just like, also, just like, handle your shit. You know, he's someone I I literally rely on to oversee a whole development operation that I'm not there for. That's fucking a crazy. whole building with people in it, coding. You know, shout out to the dev team. Like that, he manages and he he takes care of that whole side of the business while I do what I do. And like we've been able to coincide, you know, and then now we have Charlie too. Charlie's been one of the first people where I'm like, yo, like you're yeah, on that level. And like he's he's managed a whole aspect of this thing with the Dream Machine Foundation and the Dream Machine Tour and really being like a champion for the brand, like out there on the road and like making dreams happen and, you know, partnering with the Hasbros of the world so we can give away hundreds of thousands of dollars of toys for Christmas. And, you know, like. It, the three of us is kind of like like when that happened like i feel like i now have the team where like we could do anything you know and like that is a testament to all of these people following their dreams and like there's individual stuff too like ashish is, is a number one best-selling author in india that's fucking um, crazy he's the indian goat <laughs> two, two number one books his wife's a bestseller too and um i've watched that whole journey happen and he's like just started posting posting his poetry on Instagram. Sorry to ask you this. I know this like, is weird. How old were you in 2015 when you started 20, this? 25. 25? Yeah, I'm 32 right now. So all right, 25, 20. All right. So were you kind of when you got to that you said you were reckless. Were you like lo- not lo- I'm not this is not referring to me. I'm 25 too, but were you lost in life or you always had this confidence of like I know I'm going to be great. I know I'm going to create something that matters. More of that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like I've I've always been 
so I'm sure I was rude to some people of like when I was working regular jobs and stuff. So yeah. I'd be like, nah, this this is not for me. Like I'm yeah I'm do this, this and this and like thinking back on it, some people would be like, Yeah, I can't wait to meet you like when you're thirty. <laughs> yeah, just to prove a point. Um, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure they thought I'd be somewhere else than I was, but yeah. um Yeah, man, I've I've always been a big dreamer. No, I, I always, always felt like I was meant for like something big. Same. What what got you that feeling? Just out of curiosity. What why do you feel that? Just an inner feeling, huh? That's just something. Yeah, that's Same. just something that's in me, man. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. You feel like that too, huh? You have to. Yeah. It's like you build your personal brand, and yeah. I, I don't know. Like I was one of seven kids, so it was like everything in my whole life has been stand out or get left. Yeah, like, and it's tough, you know. Like it's the uh, thing about it is like I think everyone has that. I, I, think I think so everyone too. Has I think everyone knows in their heart that they Could are do some capable great. of something fucking great. And the world right now and just the way we've structured it, like it just dims that light. We compare ourselves to yeah. other people, which immediately makes us feel inadequate. We, you know, when we talk about our dreams to our families, you know, we often get told, no keep your day job or go to school whatever the you know the take the safe belief is right yeah safe route and it's because they love you you know and they they don't want you know to see you scrape your knees and fall down and all that we're like let's win it's about our bank account and we were willing to do whatever to get that up to the consumer like a lot of things I'm, i'm i'm noticing a lot i've talked to a lot of entrepreneurs that have that mentality where i could see even certain interviews it's about their business their company you know, I'm starting to realize, uh, we're about to end this right now anyway. I'm okay. starting to realize that um, just the whole, dude, you need a genuine approach. Uh, you can bullshit all you want, but that's just the, the truth of the matter, even yeah. in business. If you want to build something that's going to yeah, last. Yeah, that's something that you do, doesn't get taught in books, you know. That's mm-hmm. something you don't see on YouTube videos. And these They tell you to be hard, but you need a genuine approach. Um, yeah, thank you guys for coming on, honestly. As I said, I, I really appreciate your story. I really will. I'm about to get dressed and head down there with you guys. Are we, awesome. it's, what are we really doing this right now? To? Huh? Yeah. I got to go yeah, and pick up my truck and put, uh, yeah. the, put I'll, the trailer I'll, on. But I'll, go, I'll, go, I'll, be, I'll go to the gym after, Nico, if you're down. Uh, let me know. Cool. Um, awesome. Thanks for having me, man. We're 21. This is episode 21. We can drink now. So <laughs> that was a corny joke. I had to say it. I've been That's thinking funny. about that joke for a while. <laughs>